From WNYC, this is Money Talking. I'm Charlie Herman. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, or CFPB, is the watchdog agency charged with fighting for consumers against predatory lenders and aggressive debt collectors. Created in the wake of the financial crisis, it's independent from Congress and it gets its funding through the Federal Reserve. And it's really good at cracking down on questionable financial practices, returning an estimated $12 billion to nearly 30 million consumers. But that's changing. Anybody who thinks uh, that a Trump administration uh, CFPB would be the same as an Obama administration is simply being naive. Elections have consequences at every agency, and that includes the CFPB. Renee Merrill covers Wall Street and the financial sector for The Washington Post. Renee, good morning. Thank you for having me. So that was Mick Mulvaney who was just talking. He's the White House budget director, uh, and he has been one of the biggest critics of the CFPB. It's a wonderful example of how a bureaucracy will function if it has no accountability to anybody. It turns up being a joke, and that's what the CFPB really has been in a, in a, in a, in a sick, sad kind of way. So he said that when he was a member of Congress, and now he's the interim head of this agency. Uh, and then on CBS this past Sunday, he said this. It is perhaps the most unaccountable bureau or agency there is. We want to run that place with a good deal of humility and prudence. We're not being aggressive. We're not pushing the envelope. We're taking a different attitude towards the job, but the priorities have not changed. So it doesn't sound like he likes the agency very much. What has he done since he's arrived? Well, he's done a lot. He spent a lot of time slowing things down, I think is the, the way to put it. And so he's put a halt to hiring, to enforcement actions, to rulemaking. He says he wants to take a new look at the way that the CFPB does business. So almost everything the CFPB does, the way it extracts data from companies, the way it goes after companies for wrongdoing, is getting a second look. It's going to change under, potentially change under Mulvaney. Are there some specific actions, specific companies that he sort of reversed course on or made different decisions on? Yeah, when you look at the area of payday lending, that's where you see almost the most dramatic um, turnaround with the CFPB. During the Obama administration, the CFPB targeted payday lenders. And these are the lenders that uh, will give you a small short-term loan at a really high rate. And the CFPB went after them for not disclosing the interest rate clearly, um, you know, uh, cracked down on several of them, extracting multi-million dollar fines. And once Mulvaney came into office, he dropped a lawsuit against four payday lenders. He dropped an investigation in, into another one. And he also said that the CFPB is going to take a second look at some rules that had been developed under the Obama administration that would have required payday lenders to basically um, spend more time figuring out if the people they're loaning money to can actually pay back the loans. Now, this week also, the agency released its five-year strategic plan. uh, And one of the things that stood out to me was that it would act with humility and moderation. So how is this plan different from the one that existed when it was first created? You have to remember that CFPB was created right after the financial crisis in reaction to the financial crisis. um, Average people felt like they were being taken advantage of by the financial sector. And so the CFPB was set up to be aggressively go after these companies. It was set up to be a very aggressive institution under the Obama administration. And now what um, Mulvaney is saying, humility was just not a word that you really heard about CFPB. They were in an independent agency. They got their money from the Federal Reserve rather than Congress. So they kind of set their own priorities, their own strategy, their own budget, and they picked their own shots. They felt like the financial crisis proved that Wall Street's 
banks, financial companies had gone too far for too long, and we were going to put this agency in place to rein them in. So before the creation of the the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, what was regulation like when it came to consumers and financial products? It was really dispersed. It was among several um, financial regulators from an agency that no longer exists now, the Office of Thrift Supervision, the Federal Reserve. It, it was really complex. And now with the CFPB, one of the most powerful things the CFPB created was an online database where you could file a complaint against a financial company and the CFPB would take a look at that. And the companies felt compelled to actually react because it was embarrassing to have um, their alleged misdeeds out there for the world to see. What was the reaction from the financial industry uh, who make consumer products, consumer financial products, when all this regulation was put into one agency? The general reaction among the financial industry and Republicans was that it was too powerful, it was doing too much, it was too aggressive, that they were being punished for things that, one, they didn't necessarily think that they were doing wrong or that they were being fined too much. They just felt that the agency was pushing the boundaries too far. Do Republicans in the financial industry, do they have a legitimate point, though, when they say it was too independent, it didn't have oversight from Congress? They have a point in that uh, the CFPB does have a unique structure. For example, the agency gets its money from the Federal Reserve rather than Congress, that the director can only be fired by the president uh, for cause, not at will. And that is run by a single person rather than a commission. You know, usually there's like a bipartisan commission that runs these types of agencies. So in a way, it was a fairly independent, it is a fairly independent agency, but it was meant to be. Now, another thing that happened this week was the president released his budget. And while everyone expects that it's it's not going to happen, mm-hmm. it does sort of set the priorities for this administration. What did it say about the CFPB? It said two things. One, it went after the CFPB's budget and said, you know, now the CFPB should get its money from Congress, which would give Congress more power to help set priorities for the agency, for Congress to weigh in on what the CFPB is doing and make it make it a little less independent. Um, it also said that it should restrict its enforcement. And that was the one that was the most striking. It's really unusual for uh, a regulator to be told to regulate less, for somebody to say, you know what, we need to take it um, easy on Wall Street. They've had it hard enough. That's just not a sentiment that's out there very much. But Trump's budget would essentially say that the CFPB needs to be less aggressive in going after enforcement cases. So what are the implications of all this for consumers? For consumers, the CFPB has been a pit bull on their side. Will that pit bull turn into a chihuahua? Will it turn into an entity that no longer is going to go after financial institutions with the same aggressiveness, the same vigor as it did in the Obama administration? Will they start to see their overdraft fees go up? Will they start to see that they have less power to fight their credit card company, their bank, um, Equifax, when they have a conflict with these companies? Renee Merle is a financial reporter for The Washington Post. Renee, thank you so much. Thank you. And I'm Charlie Herman, and this is Money Talking from WNYC. 